Bam 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 Welcome back, everyone, to Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less. This is the weekly beef, which comes out on Tuesdays, because everyone knows why. I don't need to say it out loud. Beef Tuesdays. <laughs> we all know that. It's an American classic. <laughs> I'm Misty Stinnett. I'm Lisa Linky. And we are your co-hosts. Yeah. This is not a f- this is not an episode where we're gonna review a book. No, not a full frontal Friday. Not a full frontal Friday, which is here to stay. That that's is, saying that it is. seems Just like, like it the is. weekly beef stuck. Thank you. Because mm-hmm. one time I offhandedly said it's your weekly beef Wellington. That's and then right. it's never left. This indeed is where we're going to catch up and do whatever the heck we want to do because we made this, so we get to do it. Yeah, we but, birthed it into the world so we can use the supplemental time for whatever we but want. Misty, today is a special weekly beef. It's a super special weekly beef. It's like a prime, ri- like <gasps> a rare cut. Oh, it's like a Wagyu, Tomahawk, Centers, Sirloin, grass-fed, USDA, prime A, beef. Beef. <laughs> Everyone knows because we have maybe the most special guest we've Truly. had on out of all of our special guests. Truly. He's always been here. He's always been here silently lurking in the background and making sure we <laughs> sound amazing. Everyone, please welcome Sav. Hi. What's up? Sav, your face is so red. Oh, my God. Are... <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> you are How does all... it feel to be, to be behind you? Oh, this is great. I've actually never experienced this. So, oh yeah, yeah. God. I mean, in my life I have, but not in the context of this show. I and... know. Yeah, it's so exciting. You've listened to every episode. Oh my God, I've enjoyed so every episode. Ma- oh, yeah. Sal. Oh, you're so kind. <laughs> so many times. And so we finally get to have you be heard on the podcast. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and this isn't the only time because we're desperate for you to read a book and review it with yes, us. Yes, I would love to do that we, at some yes, point. Yeah. Yes. Well, we wanted to have a catch up because you had a very exciting summer and mm-hmm. uh, we took the month of June off uh, mm-hmm. recording because you went to... Nantucket. Yes! Nantucket, which is... <laughs> <laughs> so hard not to just immediately make a bunch of dirty limericks oh, whenever yes, you say yes, Nantucket. Yes. Um, and so we wanted to follow up, see how that was, tell yeah, all of our yeah. listeners about the amazing work that you're do- that you're doing and did there, and then maybe see if there was an opportunity for you to use any of the shit that we've been slinging on this podcast. Mm. Yes, because I remember in the beginning of this podcast. Yeah. All of us would come back and we'd go, man, that episode we recorded last week, we can't stop thinking about it. And we've right, been doing X, right. Y, and Z. You and were like, just... I tidied up my pencils. Yes. 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 You were like, this one did not bring me joy. <laughs> so so can you tell us, what were you doing in Nantucket? Yeah. So um, in addition to being a sound engineer, I'm also a composer. Yes. Yes, you and, are. And uh, I love musicals. And uh, so I have uh, a an additional career writing yeah, musicals, yeah, um, yes, which is getting off the ground. And um, actually, this this show that just went up this summer has been a three year journey. Um, yeah. So it's Nantucket the Musical, which is a pun Thank on you. their <laughs> nickname of their island. It's yes. <laughs> It was not my name choice, but I, I, I've I learned to love yes. it. I love it. <laughs> the musical. It's um, a super campy, fun uh, musical that just basically tells the history of the island. And it's an incredible, 
place, and they have sixty thousand tourists coming in every not to our musical to the <laughs> island. Well, they um, should all buy. Yes, tickets. and they should yes. all buy tickets. There's only a hundred people in the theater, but okay, so they should did you it. wrote and composed? So I just wrote the music to it with my um, writing partner Jeff Lapino Esposito, who's a lyricist, Amazing. and uh, we partnered with a separate book writer. And is that so? The book is the the text, like the dialogue exactly, in a musical, yeah, and then yeah. the score is what you guys composed. Yes. Okay, right. So Amazing. people can be nominated for book for like, mm-hmm. and then also for yes. When, eventually, <laughs> when, when you're nominated, oh yeah, it'll be for we, when we got snubbed. Broadway. We got snubbed for Nantucket the <laughs> robbed, musical. Robbed from the Nantucket Obies. Yeah, what yeah. happened? What? <laughs> Excuse me. The the Nan the, the Nantuckies. Oh my God. What yeah. happened? The Nantuckies. Yeah. I'll um, say. Okay, so can you just give us a so the musical is about the history of the island. Yes. Can you just tell us like three titles of songs? Um, there is a song about the first settlers. Thank you. And what's it called? Um called the first settlers <laughs> i love it yes. i love it it's catching um, to the there's point there's a song Let about it speak for uh, wailing it's called the only life we know thank you um there's a song about quakerism on the island called cool to be a quaker <laughs> i am gonna need i am number. gonna need a, just a quick little sure. bit of that yeah, yeah we, we have a little bite we okay great, great, yeah. great, great. Um, it's cool to be a quaker just pray, just pray. to be a quaker it Yeah, so that okay. was oh, yeah. great. Oh, great. That's amazing. So, were you were you working really long hours while you were out there? Like, what was the experience like? So, it has been such a joyful, joyous, joyful, joyous, joyful, both, joyous. Both we are experience. Dorothy. Um, but it also has also been so much work. Um, so the. Writing process started three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it's 12 songs. We got um, all of the song concepts from the book writer, but then we would basically take what was packets of maybe like each packet would be like 25 pages of information he wanted us to fit into a song about Good. whaling, you Thank know? Thank you. And, uh, and so then Jeff and I would distill that into a song concept. Jeff would write the lyrics. Then I'd take it and turn it into music. Um, and then... Last no two summers ago, we did a one week kind of quick workshop to just test out the material. But uh, on Nantucket, on Nantucket, not in, but on. Thank uh, you. On, on island, not in yes. Nantucket, on, on island, on the um, island of Nantucket. Uh, so, and then, and then, yeah, last year it went up for five weeks and sold out, which is really yes! cool. Um, and then. Uh, it, I mean, it's very relevant to people in Nantucket. Yes. Who, I know. I'm here for it. What it makes me think of is waiting for Guffman when they're doing like <laughs> yeah. the chairs. Chairs. That... We, yes. We like to think that it's a little better quality than waiting I'm for sure Guffman. I'm sure that it is. But the experience around it was totally like that. Amazing. <laughs> well, and so, in the best way. And so what was it like to see your work come fully to life with a full cast and yeah. a run? And... and you were the title that you, you were the musical director? Um, so I was the composer. And then, and then this summer I came back as musical director. Amazing. For this summer's run of it, great. Yeah. And yes, yeah, so what was it like to see your? Um, it, it is a really special thing. Um, I, I I have such a love for live theater. Yeah, yes, um, me I know too. from me too. you know obviously coming from improv and theater backgrounds, you guys understand the magic of when things are done live. Yeah, and, oh my God. Um, just that energy. Yeah. And so I just love being able to contribute to that. And when I can actually tell that people are enjoying singing my music or yeah. enjoying listening to it. I feel so good, you know, because yeah. I'm like, it's yeah. it's more so than like an ego stroke. It's like a, wow, oh my God, that just made them smile or that that's giving this person this opportunity to 
bring this idea to life in well, a it's fun an, new it's way. It's an exchange, yeah, right? It does it's feel an like exchange that. of it's joy. It does, yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah. it's communion in a way. It's not yeah. like, oh, here I'm doing this. Tell me right, I'm great. It's right. like no. I want to give something to you and share something with you, and you're sharing something. And it does totally, feel yeah. almost religious in in some senses. It really yeah. does for yeah. me. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a sacred space. Yeah. The theater's totally sacred. Yeah. So our our question. I have yeah. one more, one oh, more oh, question. Sorry. Yeah. So as musical director, what does that entail? So for, for people who aren't familiar with theater. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So totally. sorry. I mean. um, what does, so what, what does so that mean for you? Whereas composition was writing the songs, um, and then there's a step for step of like arranging them. So creating uh, the writing of the songs includes chords, it includes melody. So what what's being sung and not not essentially the instrumentation. So that's a separate step, which is arranging. Mm-hmm. So that's basically then when you figure out, you know, this is what the guitar is going to play and this is what the piano is going to play. Mm-hmm. And then music directing is when you teach that music to all the performers mm. and the instrumentalists. So not just the – was it a band, an orchestra? What did they have? So – it should have been a really fun and stress-free summer this time, but we changed. So last year we did a band, and this year we pre-recorded a band, and then okay. had to figure out. So I was finishing mixing it and making sure that it sounded good and realistic oh and not you know, for them to sing along with. Yeah, weird for them to sing along. So with. So they sang along to pre-recorded tracks. Yeah, with vamps, which is really hard to time because you yeah. know, you know, with musical theater, there's all this talking in between yeah. the music, yeah. and so you need to time stuff out. And and I had to figure out this new programming for working with the vamps. God, so. Oh my God! So, so then, it just sounds like you got to use every single yeah. skill that you <laughs> it had. Did. It was an interesting mix because I was doing the pre-recorded studio stuff, and then it was for the intention of a live performance. So it was oh, cool. So to, like the, a typical day uh, with a show yeah. night, because we know Mondays theaters are dark. Right. Mondays, yeah, 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 like yeah. say like a Wednesday. Right, right. You wake up. Yeah. You. Do so what? I was there mostly for the rehearsal process. Okay. So we would rehearse. Um, maybe you know for anywhere from four to six hours a day mm-hmm. um for five days uh and then on the off hours i was finishing up mixing everything great and uh and you know trying to do some self-care in between yes yeah. enjoy Thank the you, island as much as i could we're gonna circle <laughs> yes. it back to that yeah. so oh i is. know so yes. it's running yes. now so you were there for the it's rehearsal running process now. And yes. it's running so if now anyone's in nantucket go, go see, see it oh, where yeah. can where can they get tickets? Um, they can get tickets online. It's through Theater Workshop of Nantucket, okay. um, and uh, and it's at the um, center stage uh, at the Methodist Church, and it's just a really fun time. It's great for families. Yay! Um, Wait, when's it running through? Running through September first. Okay, yeah. so you had a month. You were there for the month prep. Yes, it's so exciting. Exactly. Okay, so. So you've got a lot of responsibility. Yes. You've got long days. A lot of Your stress. free time is when you're not physically directing actors yeah. inside the theater. Is spent mixing and right, finishing these right. things and tying up loose ends. And you're away from your home for a month. Yes. yes. And you've put all other responsibilities aside to dedicate your whole life to this. That's a lot of stress. Yes. That's a lot. So did did you find that anything was coming up for you? Did you feel like self care was necessary? Were you like, fuck this, I don't even have time <laughs> to think about self care? Both. It was necessary, and I think I didn't. And, um, you know, it's so interesting with self-care in general. um, I think (laughs) – so I – I'm going to take this back a little bit to me moving to Los Angeles. Because it does play into where I'm at now and uh, and what I experienced this summer and what's kind of been an ongoing journey in how I view self-care. So I always have – 
you know, lived with a, a bunch of people. Um, I, you know, through college, I had eight roommates mm-hmm. in New York eight. City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how it, many bedrooms? Uh, I mean, Two. Probably, I mean, <laughs> yeah, like lots five, of bunk beds. And then I moved to New York and was living with people I loved, but we were in what was essentially a one bedroom that had been converted to three. And Jesus, it was four Mary of and us. Joseph. And I just, you know, um, and that was for five years living in New York. And then... And I'm, you're you're in your twenties at this point, mm-hmm, so yeah. it's a little different. It's a little different, yeah. But still tough, still tough. But it's not like like if you ask me to do that right sure. now because I'm not in my twenties, yeah. I would shoot you in the face. Oh my god, yeah, yes, that feels right. Yeah, and so right. I moved to Los Angeles as I'm in my late twenties, approaching thirty, and I for the first time live alone. <gasps> yes, and oh. the joy of walking naked and oh, whenever you want. Yes, the joy of walking you naked. You can walk naked in a house full of people. Take my word for it. It's just you're gonna get some mixed reactions. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So basically the other side, the flip side of walking naked, which is amazing when you can walk around naked, um, is that you have a lot of time for introspection. Yeah. (laughs) Your whole body just got like stiff like you you hate introspection. You kind of of introspected into yourself. Yeah. And um, I just realized that for so long I'd been neglecting to take care of myself. It is easy when you're surrounded with other people. Yeah. And, um, And as someone who grew up always kind of thinking about other people's needs, which I think is an important part of life, but also balancing that with thinking about your own needs and yeah. where you're at yeah. and checking in with yourself. Well, and you're such a thoughtful person and yeah. you're you're very conscientious and kind and I feel, no, and nurturing. You know, yeah. we always feel so well taken Likewise, care of yeah. Yeah. during our session. So it's like when you sort of are like, oh, well, I don't have anybody around to do that yeah. with necessarily all the right. time. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just think it's so serendipitous and wonderful that I guess almost, how, has it been almost a year? Or no? It'll be in we've a couple been, months. Yeah, oh, we've amazing. been recording with you since last October. And this whole process of just like being really critically thinking about self-help and self-care mm-hmm. has just kind of met me at a good point on my journey. Yay. Um, and so it's so funny because I feel like my actual changes in life, <laughs> representative of this summer and other periods where I'm just working my ass off. Yeah. And yes. I, I tend to from the Gallup poll with I took with Heather, which we can circle oh, yes. back on. Oh, yes. Because that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, uh, I'm definitely achiever is one of my things. So, so <laughs> all three of us. Are, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have it. No, oh, bitch, I don't have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. We'll do that for you. Yeah, we're, with, we're, with you. We are referencing the Gallup Clifton Strengths uh, Assessment yeah. that Heather Bland back. came on on a minisode. I don't know, like ten minisodes ago. I don't know. And Sav and yeah. I, well, all three of us have done private coaching with her yeah. through our test results. And yeah, it was phenomenal. I just, I was just coaching a client the other day, uh, and I was like, "You have to do this. Oh, you have so to do. You have to do this." Yes, because so I, I I was like I I would eat my hat if strategy yeah. isn't in your top five. Oh yeah, I'm gonna start gifting this to friends for their birthdays. Like, <laughs> hey, I got you, I got you a code for the <laughs> right. Just right. giving somebody a self help book, whether or not they'll be happy about it is yeah. different. Yeah. Um, okay. So well, so it brings me to the place I'm at now. Um, is I still have I, I I kind of have an issue where I just work way too much and starting yeah. a business it amplified that and I'm uh, working yeah and constantly. you have two high maintenance clients who are always like we need <laughs> no, to record who I love. no wait no who are they we have it down to a system <laughs> we do now we, we do. have it down it did take almost a year oh we my god <laughs> it is so organized and we it's have such text a joy threads. we have email threads yes um but but so you know I was there working on this musical this summer and what should have been kind of a celebration and just like all this hard work yeah I was just working way too much and I you know but 
it's interesting that that self-awareness would not have been there a couple years ago. I'm going to high five you. Interesting. Yeah. And then did you did you find that since you've been back, because it's yeah. been just a couple of weeks, right. have you been able to incorporate more of that? Or were you like, okay, that was the time for working and mm-hmm. that was my busy time and now is the time for rebalancing? Or, or what does that look like uh, for you? I, I think that that was how I kind of thought about that. But I think in the long run, that's, that's going to keep getting me into trouble, right? Yeah, if I keep right. thinking... Okay, well, my career is one of my, you know, mm-hmm. uh, other than family and relationships and, you know, you know social things, it's, yeah. I would say that my career is super important to mm-hmm. me. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, and I've made a lot of sacrifices and, and, uh, and had to do a lot of catching up when you got back, probably. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so, you know, I can get in these periods where I say, okay, well, I'm just going to work really hard for this and it will just be a couple weeks because I have this project. And, and then it will all be fine and I'll make the changes that I need to make in order to really take care of myself on a consistent basis. But I keep falling into the trap of when a project comes along, I get really invested. There's always something that pulls me back into the bad habits. That's always going to be the case because you're a hard worker and you're wonderful to work with and you do quality product. Oh, thanks. And I so relate to that too. I'm always like, oh yeah, once we get through this intense recording schedule, then I'm going to do the thing that I want. (laughs) Once I get, then we'll catch up on this book. And then there, and there, it's always something that is like, and we're going triple time. So, Uh yeah. So I just want to say. Great job on the awareness. Oh, oh my God. And the awareness of the growth that you've had. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's a really cool insight that living alone has given you that introspection, right? Totally. I never really thought about how living alone has... Living alone and working working from home has mm-hmm. turned me into more of an introvert, and I don't yeah. mind it. Because I think I've always been an introvert, but have was raised as an extrovert. Yeah, so you know mm. how to exist in that world and how to thrive and I in used that to world. Th- and I used to get a lot of yeah. validation from it, but I think I really enjoy myself. <laughs> I <laughs> can't spend time we with myself. Do. do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, require, it takes a lot for me to want to go to be around a lot of people. Yes. It, it takes a lot. And um, so I think that's such a cool insight about living by yourself Yeah. and how the move to LA kind of really prepared you to set the table to understand, okay, self-care is important for me and I've been neglecting that. And so now when you went and you were in this high, you know, energy every day, you know, when you weren't actually physically working with the group of people prepping, you were playing catch up on a stressful new system and all this stuff Right. that you were probably aware, like, I should do self-care, but I literally don't have the time right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, um, you know, the awareness was definitely the first step. And in in many ways, I have been over the past couple of years making these changes. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of making them consistent sure. and making them into habits and making them stick. So. Well, I think, uh, you know, what's resonating for me right now is it's such a long process. Yeah. You know, for anybody listening, it's like it takes years of therapy to get to a place of well-being. Right, it right. takes years of being aware and just sitting in that awareness. It's not, it's, a light it's, switch. it's yeah. not like so don't if anybody's listening and, and you too, like right. don't beat yourself up for being like, Well, I know I should do this, but I've been in this pattern for the last six months. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's gonna be a long time. This is like a lifelong journey of how can we honor ourselves a little bit more. I do think that's a very North American trait to be like, Well, I've seen this thing, now I need to get it done. Yes. Versus like this is the journey in the course of my life and yeah. this is the this is my process. My process is unique. It's gonna take me as long mm-hmm. as it's going to take me. Mm-hmm. Even saying those words, there's like a very American part of me that's like, no, yeah, yeah. I want to do it now no. and be done with it. Yeah, and, that's and just have moved not on. how a lifetime journey works. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And can I say something very um, 
Well, I don't think it's silly, but it might sound silly to some people. I actually have had a lot more patience for my own journey and my own growth by um, my plants. So I have house plants that I managed to not kill somehow. I have a a few golden pothos and a mother-in-law's tongue, which is also known as snake plant. Mm -hmm. That's a Um, great one for your interior. It um, is. So is golden pothos. They're both, I think, on NASA's clean air. Can I have some clippings? Of course you can. Thank you. So what I did is I bought this one golden pothos, like. 18 months ago and I let the vines it's one of those hanging plants Mm -hmm. um, and I let the vines get kind of long and then I looked up on Google uh, on YouTube how to repropagate Mm. and I clipped the leaves exactly as you're supposed to and I repropagated them and it took months for new roots to grow on these leaves you keep them in little mason jars Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I ended up with like five new little golden pothos plants Mm. and then I planted them and they're all getting new shoots and the main plant that I like gave a crazy haircut to is finally having these like they're all flourishing right Uh. but it took like a full year for these plants and to I sort of come into a themselves. little to bit you were like have I just killed this plant yeah. oh I was work. freaking out and I was ch- I would check it like twice a day like are roots growing what's happening like <laughs> oh are they God. getting longer what's yeah. happening and it was like back on but, what's, but also what's so incredible is like I chopped the shit out of my main plant and all it did was keep growing mm. it didn't matter oh. what kind of trauma I had inflicted on it how many vines I had taken off it just was like Cool, okay, cool, cool, cool. and just kept growing very slowly yeah. and very, and they're all flourishing. And it all took like eighteen <laughs> oh months. He was like, God. "I'm gonna do my thing, He's no like, matter I what you do." You. <laughs> and just very slowly, oh, wow. strong. You can't see, but I'm making very strong eye contact with Lisa right now, <laughs> and her fingers are going out very slowly. <laughs> but it it really just showed me, like, even in nature, yeah. right? And this plant's not thinking like self care. Like, it's this plant's not. Or is it only thinking self care? That's yeah. right. Damn. Damn. Oh. Oh, wow. Lisa just said wow. something and then, <laughs> and then she damned herself. She was like, damn. Oh my God. Because that blew my mind. Yes, I blew yes. my own mind. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my God. But my, yeah, my point is like, even, even in a non-sentient, as far as we yes. know, mm-hmm, thing in mm-hmm. nature, it still takes 18 months to sort of like grow mm. and recover yeah. from the trauma that I inflicted on it yeah. by repropagating yeah. it. Yeah. It's like that quote, nature never rushes, yet all things are finished or something. Oh my God. You uh, blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, it's an amazing quote. <laughs> Nature yeah. never rushes, Who and yet it? all things are finished. I don't know. It's I, so again. Okay. Also, this book that I do want to read is called The Lao Zoo, and it speaks actually the poetry with Miss, which Misty just gave us is very related to the concepts in the Lao Zoo. Oh, I love it. Um, which oh. are very much about like the feminine energy in the universe and how a lot of that. Um, there just are some these beautiful um, metaphors of nature about how. I don't want to spoil it. Are we but, just going to cry the whole time you read uh, it? It's we just are. beautiful. We'll just be and it's weeping. talking about how like the feminine energy of the world can kind of save us because in the long run, that's like what brings us peace and that's yeah. what brings us happiness. Wow. And, oh, I okay. cannot it's wait. It's so beautiful. I cannot wait. Yeah. We could talk about this all day. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm just going to ask you off the cuff. Yeah. Like what's your main bullet or main takeaway from from working in Nantuke this mm. summer? Ooh, on Nantuke. Oh, excuse me. On Nantuke. <laughs> You know, I think that it was kind of the final reminder where I was like, I'm going to really start to compress work into an actual work period. Okay. Not 
let it be my entire life. Let, let it encroach and until the middle of the night. As in like you know, Mondays through Fridays, sure. I'm doing work and I'm not yeah. mastering on the weekends. Sure. As yes. we sit here on a Sunday night recording. No, well, Are you actually, <laughs> it was interesting because I was thinking, you know, uh, one change that I was thinking was, you know, I'll do recordings on the weekend, but I might not edit on the weekend. Yeah. Great. Um, and so, uh, yeah, you know, it just was funny being in Nantucket, which people pay so much money to go to. It mm-hmm. is the most beautiful vacation destination. And there I was working my ass off. Yeah. And I just thought to myself, you know what? There's just so much beauty out there in the world. And there's so much. Mo- it's just literally batting me over the head that there's so much more to life than just work. Mm. And so. As you um, were crouched over your laptop. Yeah. Working on something that I really love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But you can hear the waves crashing in the background. Sure. Like, what the fuck am I doing yes. inside? And the kids giggling. There's m- Yes. It should be obviously, you know, in a dream world, everyone's working on stuff they're passionate about and that they love. Right. But there also are so many other ways to find fulfillment in life. And I think. Uh, I've been inspired to kind of carve out time, more that's, time for that's that. That's wonderful. Yeah. And especially for Yay. freelancers, it's hard it is to very say, hard I'm to giving myself boundaries. a weekend. And even Shonda Rhimes says, look, even your dream job yeah. is a job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, yeah. it's still a job and you should treat it as a job. Even a blow job is a job. <laughs> I can say, yes, it is. It's a lot of work. <laughs> and on that I heard note. from a friend, mom. <laughs> and on that note, everybody, life, life is, is abundance. Yay. Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less, was produced by Misty Stinnett, Lisa Linky, and Matt Sav. Our theme song was also written by Matt Sav. He's amazing. <laughs> do you want to get in touch? You do. Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And you know you can also find us on the social medias, Instagram at gohelpyourselfpodcast, Twitter at GHYpodcast, or check out our website, gohelpyourselfpodcast.com. And if you liked our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes to help other people discover our show. It's really the least you can do. And why don't you tell all of your friends? Bye! Bye.